Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. I didn't even look at what episode this is. <laughs> episode 98. Episode 98 of Life in 815 Podcast. It's almost 100, Jake. Me and you, no one else is here. No guests, no worries, no mercy. 98, what's going on? We don't like to stress people out with our, you know, with guests, you know? Totally. We just like to come at them. They know what's coming. You know, familiar voices. Yeah. Um, this episode is brought to you by Nick Frustrati at uh, Eckberg Insurance Group. We haven't talked to him and, uh, like, uh, talked about him in a long time. Nick is, uh, we know him. Give him a call. I'll, I'll find his number. Uh, at whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great insurance. All right, great insurance. He got he got me some insurance, and I haven't had car insurance in way too long. Legally, I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell you guys that, but <laughs> probably not. Cool, uh, Jake. On this episode, State of the Union listener questions, um, home run derby draft, and MySpace top eight of things from 2003. We'll get to that. The first State of the Union, kick it off, Jake. Uh, what's going on? Um, let's go. I guess the White Sox, they've been playing well. I mean, I, since we last had a show, it's been, you know, pretty bad. But uh, I think they've won four of their last five. Uh, they're currently playing. They're losing. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, fighting through shitty shitty runs after shitty runs and then maybe win a couple string, couple wins together. Nothing exciting happening. We finally got Tim Anderson back and Eloy's healthy. So, our lineup isn't embarrassingly bad anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on with the Sox. All I know is that Luis Robert is still raking in AAA, and uh, we have, like, the worst outfield in baseball. So bringing him up right now would would make a lot of fans happy. Um, yeah, I agree. Is Eloy still here? I wasn't listening. No, yeah, he's back. Eloy's it- back. Tim Anderson's back. We're pretty healthy. Uh, Tim Anderson got, or I mean, Yoan Mankata got a little beat up. But, um, yeah, there's not, not a lot to look forward to as a White Sox fan. I'm hoping Eloy, he, he's at 18 home runs right now. I'm thinking he could realistically get to 30 by the end of the year, but 25 is a nice uh, goal because he's missed a lot of time. Uh, Speaking yeah, of Yoan, 30, do you know who yeah. is at 29 home runs for the season right now, former Cub? Uh, no, who? Jorge Soler. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I did see that he's, today. He's, he, he's he a can bad hit, hit though. He can hit like forty-two home runs this year. Yeah, but look at his numbers. Like, would you actually want that? No, <laughs> you know, no. He's a bad fielder. He's hitting like two twenty. You know, he just can he can hit some bombs. So um, yeah, a lot of former Cubs have been raking lately. Yeah, him Vogelbach, Lestella before his leg exploded. 
Yeah. Uh, LeMayhew, Glaber. Well, you're you're welcome, New York. God. <laughs> uh, how's the Cubs doing? Cubs are giving me a <laughs> roller coaster. It's, yeah, it's been crazy. God, it's been two weeks since we've had a show, and I have been in three different states of mind. Two weeks ago, if you asked me, I thought we were never going to win a game ever again. Ever, ever again. We are the worst road team I've ever seen be, who's also a good team. Yeah. We can't win a single... We haven't won a road series since mid-July, or, or mid-June. Mid-June, mid-June. I do not want to give them credit where it's not due. Mid-June was the last road win, winning series for the Cubs. Uh, at the time of this recording, depending on if the Cardinals come back and win their game, they're down 2-1. to one. Um, we, sh- we are either going to be one and a half or two and a half games up in the uh, NL Central. Did not see that coming. I went and saw um, two Cubs games when they came to Milwaukee live right in my dumb idiot face. <laughs> and I watched the bullpen blow two leads. Um, through the Cubs' first 13 four, uh, four, or 14 games after the All-Star break, they had a lead in the sixth inning or later in all 14 of them. And they went 10 and... Uh, no. What did I tell you that one stat was? 17 games, we went 10 and 7. Yeah, not opt, and that was like you were like nine and seven, and then there was like a beautiful comeback win or whatever. Yeah, so it's like it was like basically five hundred ball through sixteen like leading games, which is not optimal. That's you know, you're not optimizing awful. runs there. Um, Kimbrel shaky, but he's he's getting saves. Then he gets hurt. Uh, Wilson Contreras finally gets back. Our lineup gets really good. We get Castellanos, which on paper I was not pumped about, and he has been hitting the ball so hard since we got him. In his first like ten at bats, he only got like two or three hits. I think I think he went like three for his first eleven, but he had four lineouts over 105 miles an hour, which an average home run is around 105 miles an hour. This guy is definitely pumped to play in, on a uh, first place team compared to maybe the worst team. In recent memory, because that Tigers team stinks. It's one of the worst offenses of all time. I've seen some crazy stats about that Tigers offense. Yeah, so he's um, he's he he's leading the league in doubles because he just couldn't. He would hit four hundred and eighteen foot doubles, and mm-hmm. that is a home run one hundred percent of the time in Wrigley. Yeah, but I, you know, I feel like there. I think I saw some uh, studies that were like he actually wouldn't have as many home runs as people think because they're like not stud, just like the stats because he just has a low launch angle. Yeah, a lot of the times. So he he's just uh, he's a doubles machine, and uh, he was that was definitely there was definitely more of that because he played in fucking Detroit, totally. America, a huge park. But uh, so he's just a line drive hitter, and he's a damn good hitter. Oh, he's uh, he's been awesome so far. Every, I am I'm in love with him. I mean, everyone knows he's a great hitter. His problem has always been the outfield. I mean, the White Sox were, talked about trading for him, and I, and there was a huge joke where it was like, oh, my God, Eloy might have a chance to uh, not be the worst outfielder for the only time in his career. And I think that's happening for Schwarber right now, where he's – this might be the only time in Schwarber's career where he's not the worst outfielder in an outfield. Yeah, so, I, that's cool. I, I agree. And at first, I was like, oh, that's 
That that does kind of stink. I don't care, dude. We no hitting is hitting. Give you me need, runs. You need bats. We yeah. we won the World Series like like building an offense, not like like obviously we had a really good defense. But that's just like that that comes like you can sort of hide Castellanos being that bad of a defender. He doesn't need to be an excellent defender. His bat will more than make up with it. I mean, and he's he, a middle lineup guy. Who cares, dude? You know? It's awesome. And he's like, he he his his first double as a Cub was a hustle double. His first home run as a Cub got fourteen feet off the ground maximum. He is just like, he's just so pumped all the time. Every hit he gets, and I love the addition. Um, but now. He makes it over. I was pumped for our lineup, and Contreras gets hurt with a hamstring. He's out for at least a month. Thank God, dude. I thought he was done for the year. The way he pulled up, which oh yeah. Um, Strope was on the was on the uh, IL. Kimbrel get, gets on the IL. Brandon Kinsler is on the IL. Um, I don't know, man. This really stinks. The only thing that has come out of all these injuries in the in the uh, bullpen is new unsung hero Rowan Wick. I would make so much fun of that man. For that dumb name. Um, but now I'm dumb because that name rules and he is getting out of some big time jams. I mean, when you have to rely on Rowan Wick, that's not in a good spot. It comes in a lot of bullpen pieces on the IL right now. Yeah. Um, one person that's not on the IL because we kicked him to the curb is bitch boy Brad Brock. Oh, that guy stunk, dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, you were bitching about him for a long time and, uh, we looked at his numbers, shockingly good throughout his yeah. pretty much his whole career. And then he's just been total garbage. So he was an all-star like, pick- like two years ago. Yeah, someone's got to pick him up, you know? I that's can see a, him going to I can see him going to Milwaukee or St. Louis or Tampa <laughs> and just having a great second half. I don't know why Tampa. Just not just- 15 saves over the last 25 games or something. Yeah, you know? with, like, with like a Carlos Marmol type case per nine where it's like ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, he's striking out 28 per nine. Ugh. So, uh, Brad Brock, see you, dude. Rowan Wick, step up. Kyle Ryan is another arm to watch out for. These na- I'm not making up these names, people. <laughs> they sound made up for sure. It, it, it sounds like a generated player in MLB The Show, but it's not. It's our eighth and ninth inning guy now. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. Uh, I wanted to just bring this up. I guess this would be a good time. Christian Yelich, I saw a great stat. Last 162 games, uh, full season, 349 average, 61 homers, 147 ribbies, 217 hits, 1,100 OPS, uh, 33 stolen bases. This is Barry Bonds type. This Numbers. is a, I mean, 61. That's the same. Mark McGuire, like. But look with more batting average. Like he's hitting 350. This is crazy. It's nuts. I honestly can't tell. So like I go on the ESPN app and you know when you when you watch a video and uh-huh. then it just immediately plays the next one that's in your that's like that, that you would be interested in. I have yeah. the Brewers and the Cardinals both in my favorites, so I get all the updates for when they play games. So yes. I so but that also means I, I get all their videos. And <laughs> yeah. I always think I can't tell you how many times, it probably happens, I'm not even joking, once or twice a week, where I'm watching a video, and like I'm, I'm taking a poop, and then I'm like, well, I, I have like a minute left, whatever, we'll see what the next video is, and then it, the next video is like, Yelich homers, Brewers lose, and I'm like, I, I already saw this, and then it's a New Jersey, I was like, he did it again, <laughs> and then yeah. like, like, like three days later, Yelich hits 
Homer, Brewers lose 12 to 6. I'm like, I already saw this. He's in a different ballpark. He, <laughs> God, he just hit two the other night. He's at what, 39? 39, yes. It, it, this home run race is going to be sick. I mean, Yelich, Bellinger, Trout, and uh, I think Max Solaire. Kepler is actually close. And, well, Solaire's not even I mean, 30 isn't even close right now. Solaire's been going on a hot streak. Wait, did. He just hit his second of the night 16 minutes ago. 31 so, on the year. Solaire did? Solaire did. Told you, dude. Watching it. Oh, man. Right over the mile. Out of the, out of the park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hip, hip, oh, Jorge. No, that, guy's, that guy's definitely going to make a run. But home run race is, is going to be awesome. Trout is having. Dude, this Trout has to make the playoffs. Give me a series. I don't want a wild card game. He's no. got to be in the playoffs sometime. It's a travesty that we don't get the, you know, the Angels aren't good. It really fucking sucks. Oh, my God. That really, really stinks. Yeah, so we got, right now, we got Yelich at 39, Trout at 38, Bellinger at 37, and Pete Alonzo at 36. Big bad so, Pete. Those and Mets. Aaron Kepler and a bunch of guys at 30. So, uh, I guess to end my Cubs talk, I just looked it up. Cubs lost eleven to four tonight of the of the uh, recording. John Lester got ten of the eleven runs earned. <laughs> Yikes! Holy dude, that's ERA shit! Killer. His ERA was in like it's it probably like a three eight, and now it's four four six. Oh yuck! That's bad. That is an ugly number. Three like if, if you give me three eight three nine, it's like that's a solid John Lester year. Four well, four I mean, six. Is- I feel like three four is like a solid Lester year. I mean, now now that he's old, you would take a three eight, but like four four, that's gonna look bad. Oh, this is not good, man. You, yeah, eleven of them, eleven runs, ten of them earned. So, whew. Uh, Dwayne Underwood, Derek Holland, and T Davis. Let's see this. Taylor Davis. He's definitely a catcher. Um, no way is this man a pitcher. Yeah, he is a catcher. So that's who pitched for the Cubs tonight. <laughs> no way is this man a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I mean, I feel like only losing, you lost by what, seven runs? Yeah, 11 to four. I feel like teams just throw out those, uh, those like, position players to pitch too early nowadays. You see it all the time, and they're down like six, seven, eight runs. I feel like that's still a comeback. You know, you could still make a comeback yeah. there. It was awesome to see the guy for the Orioles get a save. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was uh, did you, Back to the White Sox, they played a crazy game versus the Phillies where the Phillies brought in a pitcher, and they ended up having to – well, they used him as a pinch runner for their other pitcher, and then they left him in. But they, he had to uh, – he played left field, and they let a position player pitch because this guy had pitched like two days ago, like 110 pitches. So they had, they had a pitcher playing the outfielder and an outfielder pitching. And the pitcher had two outfield assists, gunned Jose Abreu at home, made a diving catch, and on the winning run for the White Sox, he almost gunned, but Lurie Garcia slid around the tag like beautifully. It was a crazy play. This guy was playing out of his mind in left field. Yeah, that's a that's like a Michael Lorenzen game. Shout out to Michael Lorenzen. <laughs> the legend. Dude. Dude, that guy, dude, I'm, I'm looking him up right now. He only makes, Michael Lorenzen, only makes 
$500,000. What? He's a million dollar man. He's a billion dollar man. He his, can do anything. His wife, Cassie Lorenzen, is unbelievably beautiful, so <laughs> I, I don't feel bad for him at all. So, they, yeah, and the fact that he's making $500,000, if anything, that makes me, that's a lot of fucking money. Yes, know? it is. Um, so. But, yeah, so that was that was really cool to see um, that, that White Sox game. Yeah, that was awesome, and uh, I love pitchers playing other positions. It's so fun. Same, like running back. Yes, or point guard, mm-hmm. or the the guy in lacrosse, or uh, the guy in uh, cricket is what I was thinking of. Yeah, who also pitches, or or pitches. anchor while on a on a bowling team. Oh, that's a tough one. That's the guy that goes fifth and tenth frame in a baker game so for all 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 you bowlers out there that one just tickled you fancy right there all our bowling aficionado listeners yeah um but yeah so that's that's all i got for the cubs i'm still sick to my stomach with this division i'm scared we're just one bad week away from being two games down or yeah, or you know, since you played the fucking Cardinals like eleven times in your last twelve games, damn it! That's you played the Brewers like eight more times this year, nine more times this year. Like, there's a lot. Everything's gonna get shaken up. It all comes down to those games, really. Ugh, it really stinks, man. I'm scared. I'm scared. I mean, the Cardinals cannot. Like, there's no way they'll be mathematically out of it until the last series of the fucking season. So. Yeah, we have to be um, eight games up. Two. Eight yeah. games up with seven to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, there all we right. Go. Um, moving on. To, do you have any training camp um, chat? I mean, I've been following it pretty damn closely. I, there's on uh, the Packers subreddit. There's awesome say you know post where they just track like all the tweets into like a play by play. So I get you know pretty much every play every day so far. Uh, they had a joint Packers had a joint practice with the Texans, which was cool. JJ uh, Watt was like said you know there's not a lot of emotion. He was like all emotional about the, doing the bike ride for the Packers because it's like been a dream of his. Mm-hmm. So we did that. He sat on a bike and immediately broke the seat, <laughs> which is so funny to be honest. Which is hilarious. And then you know did the classic just carry the bike with the kid running next to you. Um, yeah, overall, it's just been uh, pretty much just hype. I don't really want to talk about it because, you know, it's just bullshit hype that of reporters. You know, they're telling me every play and who looks good. And I'm sure every team you could do the same thing. and It means nothing. So yeah. uh, I'm just excited. Thursday, there's going to be a, a preseason games. So, yeah. And that, you know, we'll see, probably, I mean, I don't know. Rodgers hasn't played preseason in a while, so uh, I doubt I'll see much, but. It'll just be nice to see some football out there. I believe, um, yeah, Thursday, right? Yeah, yes. Packers and Bears are both playing Thursday night. Has there has there been any videos that have gotten you like really hyped up or not yet? Because they're well, I mean, Rodgers had a beautiful no look pass today, and he also had one where the ball it was thrown to him. He caught it one handed and just whipped it uh, the other way. <laughs> and um, so yeah, pretty much just Rodgers looking. Electric. He also, by the way, looks very skinny. I think he's lost a lot of weight. Um, I think that's probably a good thing. So, 
That's all I got for uh, Packers because who really cares? It's training camp. I mean, who even cares about preseason? What happens? I I, I don't get too excited, honestly. The only thing I that I got pumped for was a uh, David Montgomery video of him running up the middle, and he broke like four tackles, and the whole team just erupted, and he looked fucking strong. He <laughs> like obviously it's practice. Those are probably all second string guys. He ran over grown. He ran over grown men, trying to stop him, and it it looked like watching NFL Street, and it was awesome. So other right. than that, um, I'm, I'm usually not a big uh, preseason hype guy, but Hard Knocks is playing tonight as we speak. So, oh, um, I might watch that tonight. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. This That's is, gonna be great. This is my first season watching Hard Knocks. I'm pretty hyped. I mean, it's it's a good, good one too. The fucking Raiders, the Raiders, Antonio Brown and John Gruden. You get to see Antonio it's Brown's good, gross feet. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, that's the only football that I'm really excited for. I'm pretty sure college football season starts in like two weeks. Oh yeah, I mean, it's got to start very soon. I mean, uh... NCAA. This is this is good stuff. Here we go. Um, Miami plays Florida. On the 24th. Huh. <coughs> Woo. Bless me. Thank you. Well, that's like three, almost three weeks, so. Two weeks from Saturday. Um, that's it for State of the Union that I got. You got anything else? Nope, nope. I just looked, and, uh, yeah, the Badgers play first game is Friday, August 30th. So wow. It's it's this month. It is, it is coming up, and... This is going to be my first, um, my first uh, like football season in like six years that I will have weekends off. So, oh, I'm get back into football a little bit. I'm oh, I'm very excited. Um, Notre Dame has a night game at September second, and I could not be more excited. At Louisville, the rankings come out. What are the rankings? Notre Dame high. Is Wisconsin high? I really couldn't tell you. NCAA football rankings. Notre Dame is ninth. Woohoo! So, both top 25 teams going into the year. Yeah! Yes! (laughs) That means so much! So much! Okay. We are only... Notre Dame is only three points behind Florida, so that's big. That means a lot, right? <laughs> and you're tied for 17th. Did you say that? I said 18th. You you are tied, according to ESPN.com. You're tied for 17th with UCF. Okay. So the national <laughs> champions. You are the national champions, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Do you? So here's what I always think. I, I look at these and I'm like, can you really see... Syracuse is ranked 22nd. Can you see Syracuse as national champions, like, on that commercial? Hey, Sir- hey, Syracuse fans, your team just won the national championship. Get your gear at NCAA.com. Well, if you're talking about basketball, for sure, but no way. The Northwestern football team is ranked 25. <laughs> if they, if they no win way. the Big Ten, that, like, that basically means they're in the playoffs. Can you see yeah. Northwestern winning? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're so slow. There's yeah. No way. Um, honestly, I I can honestly see the rest of the top 25 
winning the national championship. Like, logo-wise. No football insight at all. Zero. No, no, that's not allowed in this conversation. No. Um, Iowa, no. Washington State, no. Um... Honestly, I couldn't see Utah winning it. Yeah, me either. Um, God, dude, those first five are just the most college football logos. Because, like, the logo Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Michigan, Florida, Notre yes. Dame, Texas. That top 10. Texas A&M. You know, like that. The NCAA cool. has a boner looking at that top 10. Oh, yeah. They're like, this is, this is, yes. This is college football. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's your college football talk, folks. All right. First listener question is from baseball 114 (laughs) dollars. All right. (laughs) Hey guys, you, you missed the trade deadline. Because Colton was gone. What's up with that? Well, great, great question. Baseball, two hundred, one hundred thirteen dollars. Um, I was at a Mary J. Blige concert. <laughs> uh, but yeah, trade deadline went down. Jake, name some of the big trades. <laughs> what a great excuse. Um, uh, well, <laughs> the big trades. We had Trevor Bauer getting traded early. That was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a crazy trade. Did we talk about that on the show? I couldn't tell you. We'll talk about it again. What, about it again. what better topic to talk about than a topic that happened a week ago? Nothing. But, um, Correct. The Indians traded an eight, you know, a top end of the rotation pitcher, Trevor Bout, with Young, with a little bit of, I think, one more year of control, which is a huge haul. And they end up getting Fran Mil Reyes, or no. Yeah, yeah, Franco Reyes and Yasiel Puig, which is huge for them because they had holes all over their outfield. Fran Mill can't play outfield to save his life, and he can just be a DH the rest of his career for he, the Indians. He hits the ball so hard. Yeah, he was a fan favorite in San Diego. They were pretty upset that they lost him. Um, he just crushes the ball, can't feel the lick, so I guess it's good for the Padres. I don't really know why the Padres were even a part of this deal. They end up getting Taylor Trammell, who's a triple A or like a double A prospect right now, who was rated high, but he was having a terrible year. So they yeah, but he just talked to friend of the program, get. Austin Hartsfield. So you guys can go online and uh, look at that interview. Yeah, maybe 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 they'll fix him and he'll work, he'll be amazing. But um, that's a risky one. I don't get it for the Padres, but and then the uh, Reds get Trevor Bauer which is odd because they're the Reds, you know, and they just got the best pitcher on the market. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a very odd trade deadline where it the was super weird. Reds got Stroman and the Reds got uh, Bauer. I mean, yeah. those teams probably aren't going to make the playoffs. I mean, the Mets are trying to make a little noise right now, but I just don't see it happening. So, And then the Red Sox and Yankees do nothing. Jack squat and they the Red Sox have zero bullpen and the Yankees have no starting pitching, so they could have really used Trevor Bauer to the Yankees or you know even Stroman who went for nothing basically. Yeah, man, the Yankees could have used Stroman. Maybe the Blue Jays just said "fuck you, Yankees." We'll send. Him. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, Cashman. We're gonna send him right to New York. Just uh, give me a second, and then he trades him to the Mets. You know. 
Um, I was I was looking at uh, the Yankees IL. Holy balls! Oh, it's so bad, dude. Gary Sanchez, Dylan Batances, Greg Bird, Edwin Encarnacion, uh, Aaron Hicks, Jordan Montgomery, CC Sabathia, Luis Severino, Giancarlo, Luke Voigt, Miguel Andahar, Jacoby Ellsbury. Those are all people that get playing time. Yeah. That would be good on other teams. And uh, they have so much depth that it barely hurts them. And they haven't even brought up Clint Frazier, who got a little pissed off when he was sent down. But I understand because he was absolutely raking. They don't – this is a guy – I think he's like 25, I want to say. So he's kind of an older prospect. But everyone's known he's going to be good. Just the Yankees don't have room for him. 24. They don't – 24. They don't trade him. This year, he came up and played 53 games for them, had an 843 OPS and 11 homers. Like, For those who don't know, like a, a 720 to 750 like 50 is like a good average player. Yeah, well, his OPS plus, I'll explain that, was 121. That means he was 21% better than average. There so that's easy, just like that. Um, and they don't trade him, and so he, because he was all, and they don't bring him up. How do you have enough depth where you don't need a guy who's 20% better than the rest of the league? You know? Yeah. Like, how do you not even bring him up with all the injuries they have? It's crazy. But they also know exactly what they're doing, so. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they are struggling a bit now, but they just swept the Red Sox. The Red Sox are the ones who are in trouble. Talk to Austin Hartsfield about that, although he's probably, I think he's a little distraught about his, uh, He's more focused on his Padres now. Yeah, I mean, as long as Andrew Benintendi, who he will die for, doesn't get traded, uh, I, th- I think he's good. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, oh, and the Astros added another ace. So oh that's, the, that's the main. We, everyone forgets about it. It happened last second. But the Astros are going to be playing the uh, Dodgers in the World Series, and that World Series is going to be fucking amazing, dude. You're going to have four good pitchers for both teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so mad. The, um, four pitchers with, like, two ERAs in the twos. At the time of the trade, the Astros had the second, third, and fourth um, ERA guys, and the Dodgers had one, uh, six, and seven. That's insane. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, this world, and I love watching pitching matchups in the World Series. So I kind of hope this comes to fruition. Fruition, because just seeing like, oh, it's going to be game one. Let's just say Kershaw versus Verlander. Game two, Ryu versus Garrett Cole. Game three, Walker Bueller versus uh, Zach Greinke. Game four, I don't know who the fourth pitcher for the Dodgers, Rich Hill or something, versus Wade Miley. And then we get back to the top of the, you know what I mean? That is banana land. Um, yeah, that's that's a real bummer. But shout out to uh, whoever invented National and American Leagues. That's all I got to say because I'm so happy that we don't get the Astros. The Dodgers <laughs> are always going to be there. And the only thing that I can hope on right now with this dog shit Cubs team is that we get hot and the Dodgers get in their own heads. And they're like, damn, we're always here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then and then they just press. That that's all I can hope for right now. I can really be thankful. I mean, I think the difference. I think the Astros and the Dodgers are very similar. The difference with the American League is that you don't also have to face the Yankees, the Yankees. and uh, 
I guess that's really it because yeah. the Red Sox suck now. Last year it was the Yankees, Red Sox, and Astros. Yeah. It was like, fuck, who like, going to come there? The Yankees, the Astros, and the Dodgers are on, they're on like the A tier. I don't know if yeah. there's anybody on the B tier, maybe a B minus or C plus tier. That's that's what this league is looking like right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd say a B minus tier of like you know the Cubs. You could throw the Cubs in there. Yeah, I like guess. other other division leaders, the Cubs, the Indians, the Braves, Braves. Um, cool. Like I don't know anyone else. Fucking no, I don't know anybody else. I, I couldn't tell you who's winning the national. Who's winning the American League West? The, well, the, the Astros. Astros. Oh my god! But Oakland is there. They're Oakland. I mean, you look at the Wild Tampa. Cards. With uh, Tampa the, and Oakland, the Cardinals, the Brewers, those teams that are wild card are like basically the the Rockies from last season. That's 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 what that's what the rest of the league is. The whole tier, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, cool, cool deadline. Uh, basically, this ties in. Uh, this is also from Baseball, one hundred thirteen dollars and seventeen cents. Um, hey guys, what do you think of that awesome brawl? Wasn't it crazy that? Um, in the same game, uh, what's his name? The center field, Nick Senzel finds out about the trade from a fan. And then about 45 minutes later, the brawl happens and Yastel Puig fights for a team he's not even on anymore. (laughs) Well, he'll fight anybody. He'll fight anybody anytime. Yeah. There's a great video of him in the, he's looking at the Reds bench, like pointing at people. Like, I see you didn't come out and fight. You didn't fight. <laughs> and like th- their managers, like right next to him. He's like, yeah, you and me, buddy. We're the only ones who really Oh my fought. God, dude. The manager was throwing fucking cuffs, dude. He What's his name? Not- David Bell? He wanted to kick some ass. He wanted to kick the shit out of Clint Hurdle's old ass. And Clint <laughs> Hurdle's a big dickhead, like a known dickhead. So like, it made a lot of people happy when he, his old ass got shoved. Yeah. So, uh, it was wild, that was man. And that reliever, I forget his name. I, I have the suspensions actually right here. So, uh, hear it. what was his name? Uh, Amir Garrett. Yes. Just, like the manager came to take him out, and they had like a talk, and they're like, "You can't hear." You know, he's covering his mouth. Pretty sure he's just saying, "All right, as soon as all right, I'm gonna go kick all their asses right now. I'm gonna go kick all their asses." <laughs> and then he's like, the "He's like, no, don't. Oh no." The manager slaps his ass, and right, and like, like to tell him, like, "All right, go get him." And he immediately runs right at the dugout, uh, throat and cuffs. The announcers make it perfect because they're also like, and oh. here we go. And then right after he says go, he's like, oh, this is bad. Oh, this is oh, bad. oh. He's like, got a word in his ear like, no, don't. you're not supposed to say this is good. Yeah. He's like, here. He announced it like a fucking WWE, like, here <laughs> we go. Oh, no, this is not good. This is not what you need in <laughs> I baseball. take this all back. Oh, my goodness. This is bad. You could tell how excited he was. But the suspensions laid down. Keona Kella got a ten game suspension. That's the guy who hit the who hit the person who started this all because in an interview he after he's like, Yeah, I hit him. I throw I'm gonna throw up and in on him. You know, I'll do it again, basically. Yeah. Ten game suspension. The guy who charged the mound or charged the whole dugout, eight game suspension. That's sending a message. Justice. You can charge, you can charge a dugout, but don't after the you know, after the game, in an interview, say, yes, I was throwing at his head. That's worse. Yeah. Then you got some other guys getting five games, blah, blah, blah. Yasiel Puig received a three-game suspension. David Bell got a six-game suspension. And Clint Hurdle got a two-game suspension. Just for being a prick. 
But, I mean, manager suspensions, those are just hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, probably the best brawl I can remember in a while. I feel like the Reds are always in, in, in good brawls. Do you remember Johnny Cueto, like, pushed up against <laughs> the, the, the netting and, like, kicking everyone? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking awesome. I just always go back to the uh, Rugnetto Odor Jose Bautista brawl where Odor just the best punch probably in the history of baseball. Probably. Jack Bautista. Honestly, probably one of the best punches in non contact sports, non boxing related sports. Yeah, on MMA. So, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that was, it was pure connect. Uh, Bautista's like glasses went flying off his face. He didn't fall down, so he he held some of his own respects too. You know, he didn't just crumple to the ground. Yeah. You know? So, you know, baseball's got some people always like to talk shit about baseball fights because you know the bullpen comes running out and they all look like fucking idiots. They like, do. Here we go. Just the, jogging. The hey, come on, guys, let's go for a nice light run. <laughs> you got guys like, can we take the cart? You know, like. Someday they're going to take the bullpen cart and fucking ram that it through. That would be so... <laughs> Marshawn Lynch just drive through the crowd. <laughs> oh, this is absolute anarchy, folks. Turn off your TV. Unless you like ultimate entertainment. <laughs> yeah, if you hate entertainment, turn the TV off. Oh, that would be awesome. But also, you'd probably tear, like, three ACLs. Just yeah, for well. sure. For sure. Um, all right. Next question is from at go uh, hail to the Redskins. I think I think that's what they're called. Yikes! Gonna have to change that username. Soon. Yikes! Um, hey guys, did you see the Redskins' new preseason game? What do you think about it? Coverage, TV coverage. Badly worded tweet, but I recovered uh, by <laughs> changing it myself. Um, <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen it, the Redskins' first preseason game is going to be. Um, it's going to have an alternate broadcast where you can watch and you follow along on your phone. And that broadcast is going to ask you questions to your phone. Like, is this quarter going to have a field goal? Is Dwayne Haskins going to run for 25 yards in, in like the whole game? And you answer yes or no. And every quarter they accumulate who has the most points. And if whoever has the most points, that quarter gets $1,000. I believe it's sponsored by FanDuel or DraftKings or one of those daily fantasy ones. Jake, it, would this make you watch a preseason game in the future? I mean, if yeah, I, I mean, if it was on for the Packers preseason game, probably keep me tuned in a little more. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. So, um, yeah, and I think I think you're gonna get a lot of outside people watching the Redskins. I like I am thinking about like maybe I will, but I'll probably be too busy. Yeah, you know, I probably just won't care that but much. But if I'm like sitting around and I'm like, oh, should I play like MLB the Show or let's see what's on TV, and then I. I see that I, I can watch that. I'll watch that. I'll answer some questions, see how I do. Yeah, maybe. We'll see how I feel. But, yeah, it's definitely a good idea because I at least got a maybe out of me, and it's preseason Redskins football. Yeah, totally. Totally. So I thought I thought that was super cool, so I, I tossed that on here. Last one I'll read because you I'm, this is your your time to shine. I'm going to have a big answer. i got to get my answer ready. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. This is for Matt Tiger Woods. Hey, guys. Um, did you guys see the new – PGA FedEx Tour Cup playoffs format this year. Jake, I know you have thoughts on it. What are your thoughts? My thoughts, it's going to be great. It's really going to weed out the competition, and we're going to find out who the best of the best golfer is. That's, now. A, that's a very good that's, – that's a, that's a really good uh, um, analysis. 
Yeah, what, what do you think? And maybe for the listeners, explain what they're changing. Yeah, for the listeners, for the listeners because me and Jake know for sure, especially Jake. Um, yeah. but, but, but for you listeners, the FedEx Cup playoffs is like a point system that the PGA Tour put into place a few years ago to make the end of the year fun, even though it's not majors. Um, the winner gets $10 million <laughs> cash, <laughs> which is sick. <laughs> that um, is fucking sick. Uh, so normally it was four events, and it, it got cut down from 120 to 70 to 60 to 30, and then the, the final one's 30. And depending on points, whether you win the tournament or not, and somebody gets fifth, or it's it was kind of annoying and complicated. This year made it three events. First event, there's cuts and there's points, and you can you move up and down. Okay. Um, Points do not reset going into the, into the second event. Same thing. Top 30 qualify, right? Um, the last tournament is the championship. If you are... And then also the points uh, quadruple for the playoff events. So normally it's 500 cool. points if you if you win a tournament. Now it's 2,000 points for the, for the playoff events. Um, so once the top 30 are qualified for the last championship, the person in the lead starts the tournament at minus 10 Se- second place starts at a minus eight and it goes down um and then basically if you are play uh 21st place to 30th place you start even and you're it and you start 10 shots back so you could still win if you're in 30th place you just have to beat everybody by 10 shots or better so like which can happen because there's there's probably 90 guys in this world that can play that well and 30 of them yeah. are. So it's, it's honestly pretty cool. Cause that it's, it's given you like, if you're good in, like if you make it to the playoffs and then you're really good in the playoffs, like other sports, it's basically yeah. like, it's, it's basically the golf's equivalent of a wild card team getting crazy hot in, in baseball. Yeah. They want that to happen. Exactly. I like it. I like it. Um, it's cool. It's okay. It's not going to get that many more people. No, I don't. I mean, it's a, it's also a little complicated. Yeah, you know, where it's almost like NASCAR, where the points, you know, I kind of wish they kept the win to like ten points, not five hundred. Agreed. You know? I feel like that even that would make it a little easier. Agreed. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. But is that it for uh, listener questions? That's all we got. Oh, breaking news! By the way, LeBron releases Taco Tuesday T-shirts. Hell yeah. I'll be copping at least five of those. Me and the squad. Squad up with the fam. <laughs> All right, I'm. A, I gotta go poop like really bad. Okay. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm gonna leave this in. That sucked, man. I had like a really shitty diner food for. I mean, it was it was super good, but I went to this place called Miss Katie's Diner for dinner, and I had a meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're sure. It was delicious. I have no regrets. I hope you keep all of this in the whole break and everything in the show. I will. I might. <laughs> I know, that's why it's left. Oh, okay. Um, all right, on to our home run draft race picking yes, of the season. This is the first lead that anybody's taken in a very long time. Over the last two weeks, two weeks... Eugenio Suarez for me hit two home runs and Josh Donaldson hit three for Jake. Jake so takes not a big not a big swing. Jake takes 
They lead 15 to 14 on the year. Jake. In, in a thing where there's two weeks, you know, we don't get a lot of those, you'd think we'd pick someone who could fucking hit seven or something, you know? Nope, you, would, never. you would think so, but you would be wrong. Um, Jake, did you count his home run from tonight, Suarez's? I don't know. Well, he hit one tonight. I trust you. Whatever. Um, but do you want to pick first, or should I? Um, I will pick first. Okay. And this week, are we going to do AL and NL? Oh, we could. With basically three episodes left to 100, we'll stop this contest at 100. You will, you will understand why when our big announcement is made. Um, so this week, we're going to pick one NL and one AL. Jake, to start it off, I'm going to pick Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz, okay. Mm-hmm. Went on an absolute tear. Recently hit two more tonight. Um, so, yeah, Nelson Cruz is my guy in the, in the AL. I will let you pick both, and then I'll finish with my NL. We'll do a snake draft with two people. Um, I'm going to go with another home, or, uh, Minnesota twin. Wow. I'm going with Max Kepler. Wow. Absolutely ridiculous this year. He's got 31 ding-dongs, and uh, the Twins just hit so many fucking home runs. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They, they do. And it's a really, a really fun team to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they've hit, like, I think they're on pace to hit, like, almost 400 home runs this year. So, that's a blast. All right. For my next pick, I am going to go with, I gotta go NL. So this makes it a little more difficult. I was so prepared for this because I remembered that we were doing the NL AL thing. So it's easy for that. Let it build the tension. A little bit for me. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to pick? I'm going to pick. <laughs> uh, it's easy because I'm, obviously it's just so easy. I'm going to pick Michael Conforto. Wow, what an yes. easy pick. It was so easy, you know? I just had to make sure I had to find, you know, someone that wasn't injured that hits home runs. You know, you'd think that would be fucking easier than it is, but it's not. You would think so, but you'd be wrong, my friend. Um, but thank you. I do want to thank you personally for letting me um, share my uh, song that I wrote over the week. That was really good. I did write that myself, so. Um, all right. My NL pick is going to be a man that I do not believe that we've picked and that is going to be Manny Machado. No, we have not, because I have refused to take him. Yes, because you are anti-Machado. I'm a Machado truther, that he'll be fat in two years. So. Yeah, but until then, he's going to hit ding-dongs for me, that's for sure. Truther? All right, let's see. Now now we can make some uh, strides here. I think people can take some leads. You know, we'll see how this goes. It might get a little more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we have a only segment left is a MySpace Top 8. This MySpace Top 8 is a little weird. 
Um, I thought of it today while on the pooper, and I thought of it because I saw that uh, I was going through the top headlines for ESPN, and for some reason, Yadonis Haslam signing a contract with the Miami Heat was a top headline. Um, <laughs> he came into the league in 2003, and now he's going to play into 2020, 17-year, 18-year career. And he came into the league in 2003. So today's MySpace Top 8 is the MySpace Top 8 of things from 2003. <laughs> Dude, tell me Udonis Haslam played in, like, what, two decades? Two decades. He's not Mini Minoso. We went on a big Mini Minoso kick the other day. Jake, how many decades did that man play in? Five fucking decades Mini Minoso had played in the fucking Major League Baseball. Like, and... Not only that, he stayed. He, you know how Ricky Henderson, everyone knows, he played until he was like fifty-four or whatever. Mini Minoso took a Triple A at bat in two thousand and three, <laughs> which is right on brand for this this MySpace top eight. I we planned this all. We That's did. That's why I'm talking about Mini Minoso. That's not on my list, but honorable mention. Mini Minoso taking at bat when he was born in the year. Let's see. When it, when, can't find his date of birth. I don't uh, think he has one. Him from uh, Cuba. Mini Minoso date oh, of birth is twenty-five. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god! That yeah, was unbelievable. Yes, he took for the White Sox. He played. He had two at bats in nineteen eighty when he was fifty-four. He had eight at bats in nineteen seventy-six. When he was 50, but before that, he didn't play since he was 38 years old, 1964. So it seemed like kind of a publicity stunt, but I don't give a shit, dude. What a legend. He has two nicknames. One's Mr. White Sox. Two, the Cuban Comet. What a kick-ass nickname. First Cuban player in the uh, MLB. So, Arrestus Minoso is his real name. Oh, it's... Saturnino Arrestus Armas Minoso Arietta. That's his. That was his legal name. <laughs> uh, well, I like Mini Minoso. It rolls off the tongue a little bit better than that. Um, but yeah, his last at bat in the minor leagues, 2003. MySpace top eight of, of 2003. Jake, uh, I picked first for the home run derby. You pick first for the MySpace top eight. Okay. Well, I am going to go with. The 2003 NBA draft. Wow. Good you got one. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, Jerko Milicic, you know, just big names, tons of Hall of Famers. Chris Bosch? Chris Bosch, yeah, I guess. But Darko, you know. Um, <laughs> you got, you know, it's a lot of people say it's the greatest NBA draft of all time. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the 2003 NBA draft. Good pick. Good pick. I'm going to go, I was debating between doing movies, and I'm just going to pick this movie right away, first pick. Okay. The best movie from 2003 is School of Rock. Fuck, that was definitely... Yeah. <laughs> take that one, I thought you'd take... Because it's, it's technically, you know, prob I don't know, probably from an outside view, people say it's not the best movie of 2003. Well, then they shouldn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, they're wrong. That is one of the most likable movies that I know of from people our age. 
If you watch that movie growing up, you're like, that's a great movie. It is such a great movie. Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove leading the way too. Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove, Jack Black, and uh, uh, what's his, Jesse from Toy Story. <laughs> yes. What a cast. <laughs> what a cast. Yeah, School of Rock, great pick. Um, I guess I'll save my movie one till the end. I'm going to go with another one. I'm going to go iTunes was invented. Oh, shit. That is when iTunes was invented. What a, I mean, when it was first came out, iTunes was like the craziest thing I'd ever experienced. Like, holy shit, 99 cents for any song in the world. Now Livewire is a thing. I can get any song for free whenever I want yeah. and put it onto iTunes. iTunes, great website. Top five website. Wow. Um, solid pick. Um, 2003, uh, great game for me. This is a game that I played constantly. Franchise that I brought up in our top sports games, I think. Tony Hawk Underground. I thought uh, this game was... that. That is... It's, it's definitely not the best game of the year, but that is one of the more memorable video game binges that I had in my childhood, let alone just 2003. Which one was it? The, Tony Hawk Underground, the first Underground. Underground. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, it was, it was right after... Uh, so Tony Hawk 3 was sick, Tony Hawk 4 kind of sucked, and then they're like, what, like, what are we going to do? Tony Hawk Underground was the first one with like teams... And Bam Margera was a captain, and Tony Hawk was a captain, and you got drafted on, onto one of them, and you would do challenges against the other team. It was that sick. sounds like a blast. It was sick. Um, great pick, great pick. I didn't find any video games for my list. I'm gonna go with a song. Now we talked about there's no songs that really stick out, and like this is the song of 2003. I think there's one. I have. I'm picking mine, and I, this is the one I'm going. With. I'm going. Where is the love? Wow. By the Black Eyed Peas. Okay. I mean, great song. All these songs are great, but this one just gives a real like. I don't know. 2003 vibe to me, and I love it. And every wow. time it's on the radio, you turn it up. I did not see that. So my, yeah, my number three or my song is I think the song of the year or one of the top songs of the of the 2000s. That's okay. Hey Ya by Outkast. Oh, great song. Yeah. I'm, I'm wow, I, I did not see that coming. Well well done. Where's the love though? Great song. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was never a big Hey Ya guy. I know everyone loved it and it was like on a ton of commercials and stuff. Both of these songs sung in the Super Bowl by the way. Um, Very true. So. Way after 2003. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I could think of as the Super Bowl. But yeah, I was never a big Hey Ya guy. I, I, it wasn't my jam. People killing, people dying. Children hurting, I hear them crying. Can you practice what you preach when you turn the other cheek? Oh, that's a jam right there, dude. <laughs> How many people... Do you think have have sung that song word for word and not point up to the sky when they say "Father, Father"? Father, Father. <laughs> oh yeah! Everybody <laughs> who's ever sung that song has done it one time. Yeah, father, Father, yeah. Father, help us! It's like fucking. It really that song really makes you think. Where is the love? You know? Yeah, oh, it's, it, it makes you emotional. It really I think does. I still have one more pick. You do yeah. because I I just tossed in my hey ya pick. Oh, yes. Uh, my last trick is my movie. I'm going with Finding Nemo. That was the one that I was debating. 
School of Rock yeah, or Finding Nemo. Right. School of Rock, Finding Nemo, in that order. So that, that's definitive. Those are the two best movies of 2003. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> not here for movies, if I'm being honest. I was a little, uh, you know, I don't know. I was I was hoping for, like, I don't know what I was hoping for. when For, someone's... like, the Sandlot type movie. Yeah, but that was so much older. Um, all right, mine is, my last pick, I definitely saved for the last one because I know for a fact that you would not pick this. Okay. Um, and that is the first 46 outs of game six of the NLCS. <laughs> Those were awesome. <laughs> I bet, dude. I fucking uh, bet. It was, it was the 47th out. I should have picked, picked Bartman. Steve Bartman. Uh, yeah. That was pretty great. That is the, that's the game of, of Moise Alou jumping into the crowd, and poor Steve Bartman gets picked out of five people reaching for the ball. Then Alex S. Gonzalez, the gold glove shortstop, has a tailor-made double play, hits off his heel. We lose game six. Go to game seven. Kerry Wood hits a go-ahead home run. The city of Chicago erupts, and we still break down, and the Marlins win the World Series. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, well, that's not part of your pick. Your pick is the first 46 Those outs. first 46 outs, dude were so cool. Oh my <laughs> god, they were so cool. Uh Mark Pryor was on the mound. That guy was unhittable that season. I thought and, and that was the only Pryor and Wood like successful season. Yeah. You know. God, I thought we had him. Makes me sick. I know exactly where I was. It's I cried so much. It just doesn't feel like it should be on your top. <laughs> no, because the 40, first 46 outs were sick. <laughs> yeah, I know, but so many bad emotions immediately come up after. But no, I, I do think that if that, the, like, if that doesn't happen and then they just lose Game 7 or, like, or just lose in, like, in, in the World Series, I don't think I'm that much of a Cubs fan. Now, that is my first... Like, I sort of remember Sammy Sosa... Going on his yeah. run, but I was four years old, you know. Like oh, I just, sure. I just remember he was cool because he 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 jumped up and down when he hit home runs and he he hit a lot of them. But, uh -huh. And then I sort of remember, I I do sort of remember Sammy Sosa coming out with a flag after he hit a home yeah. run after nine eleven. That was cool. Yeah. Barely though, just barely. Mm -hmm. No, I get it. I mean, I I remember 05. Like that's like my number one. You know totally. Like great timing for both of us to get like a taste of baseball. Yeah, you know, like we that. Were in fifth grade. I I know exactly where I was, exactly where in the room I was watching that game. I remember uh -huh. it like it was yesterday, and I was very young. So that is why um, I put it on my list. So that, great list. Thank great you. List. All right. So, All right. Your fourth list is the 2003 NBA draft. Where is the Love by the Black Eyed Peas, Finding Nemo, and iTunes being invented? Yes. Mine is School of Rock, um, Tony Hawk Underground, the video game, the song Hey Ya by Outkast, and the first 46 outs of the uh, 2003 NLCS, Game 6. 2003 rocked, dude. 2003 freaking rocked. <laughs> um, all right. That is it for segments and all that, all that stuff. Jake, what have you been watching? Um, I did just go see the uh, newest Spider-Man movie, which has uh, got Tom Holland. It's not animated. It's a regular Spider-Man. It was uh, it was really funny, really 
you know, I love the Marvel movies. And Tom Holland, man, he is such a good actor. He's going to be in so much stuff soon. Like He's voicing oh. in the new Pixar movie. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Him and Chris Pratt, I think. Yeah. So that's what a combo. Uh, pumped for that. Uh, that's pretty much all I've seen. I mean, I, I've been watching a lot of TV, I guess. You know, nothing good. How about you? Nothing, man. I can't tell you. That we watched um, that new movie on Netflix with Brenda Song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where basically she gets in it. The movie starts off where she's getting chased by a murderer in the rain, and then she somehow gets away from him, gets hit by a car, gets like uh, memory loss, uh, and then her um, her husband comes and brings her back, and like as they're like rehabbing her, she thinks that that the murderer guy's still out there, but she can't really remember. Um, Was it her husband? No, that guy who pretended to be her husband was the murderer, killed everybody that she loves. And well, that's what I mean. So I called it. I yeah. was right. Oh, was the... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like in the trailer. <laughs> like, well, well, you know, I only heard like, all I heard was like two things, and that's how predictable of a movie this sounds like. Yeah. You know? uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but we watched the hell out of that. <laughs> um, the, the guy who, the really deep voice guy who says Allstate. The Allstate. That guy. Mm -hmm. He's a cop in that movie and he saves the day so that's pretty cool. Um, she, she like breaks the fuck out of her her ankle in the movie. Like it's gross. Um, yeah. And then in the movie it shows it two months after the events and she's uh -huh. wearing like six inch stiletto high heels limping <laughs> on a broken ankle. <laughs> and we're like, what are you, Brenda Song? What are you doing? We're flats, you idiot. <laughs> we're a boot, probably. Some, with no crutches. I think she drove there on her own. <laughs> In the movie, her husband, her friend, and her parents all get murdered by this guy. Oh my god! And she's just walking around, smiling, saying hi to the Allstate guy. On on pumps on stilettos, so yeah, so she's, that sounds like a terrible movie. It's it's very lifetimey. Um, I also watched new season of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. I am obsessed with stand up comedy, and I uh, that that's that might be my favorite show. Period. Yeah, I I love that stuff where it's just like insider stuff on just jokes and stuff like that. I love it. I'm currently listening to a podcast called The History of Stand Up. Which is, if you like stand-up comedy at all, it's so cool. Nice. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. yeah, man. All right. Well, cool. yeah. Pretty disappointing what we've been watching. <laughs> we are very disappointing. I'm going to Cincinnati this weekend um, to watch a Cubs-Reds game in Cincinnati. I am... Hey, you got Bauer tickets? Ooh. I, it is Saturday. So, let's see who, who the uh, probable starters are. But I okay. am... Um, oh, and six this year watching Cubs games. And that is a problem for sure. Yeah. That's a lot of losses. Uh, Kyle Hendricks for Sonny Gray. That's a pretty good matchup. It is. Um, so, yeah, ch uh, checking out the great city of Cincinnati. I am definitely going to Skyline Chili. Um, oh, nice. Trevor Bowers Friday versus Hugh Darvish. 
end of the show. Haven't, haven't talked about you, Darvish, yet. He is, this second half, you, Darvish, is awesome. That's all I want to say. He's he's really, really good. And do you he, trust him for the playoffs? That's I, what I want. Right now, I do. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean, no, I mean, do you trust him, really? I know right now. Like, yes, I do. Jake, I'm putting my foot down. This is you, Darvish's year. <sighs> yes, it is. <laughs> But you, Darvish, sec- uh. second half you, and Jason Hayward, second half Jason Hayward, second half you, Darvish, we're finally getting the bang for the buck, Jake. This is this has been Theo's plan all along. <laughs> you was waiting. And then Tyler Chatwood comes out of the Tyler club. Chatwood, I, I think he's still in the bullpen. Who the hell knows? Tyler, I forgot we give that guy the same money we give Kimbrell. <laughs> cool. All right. That's it. Episode ninety-eight. Uh, books in the books. Um, thank you for joining us on our new podcast network, the Double Shots Podcast Network. Um, yep. Episode one hundred is coming yep. up, Jake. One hundred is coming up. Big announcement. Um, that's it. Final thought. Final thought is. Um, I just want football to fucking start. I've been getting the I've been getting the itches itches real bad lately. The I, I was reading so much fucking training camp, you know, so many training camp comments and stuff. You know, every single rookie gets hyped up so hard. But Rashawn Gary, you said David Montgomery. There were videos. Rashawn Gary was thro- throwing around some Texans tackles today. You know, that stuff just gets you hyped. And, it really uh, does. You forget how much you love football until it's back, you know, because I've had such a great basketball season. I've enjoyed this baseball season more than I have in a few years probably because of the show mostly, but uh, uh, football rules. Uh, my final thought is I'm, I'm pumped for Skyline Chili. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna. It I'm gonna get. Good to me. Oh, it looks awful. But every I've met a few people. I, I actually work with a guy who's who's one of our interns. He's from Cincinnati, and I said, "What do I have to hit up in Cincinnati?" And he said, "Skyline Chili." So I was like, "It's gonna suck well, ass." Got, I mean, that's the thing. You gotta try it. But yeah, I'll try anything it once. So. It, it might be one of those things where, yeah, if you grew up with it when you were a kid, it was like the best thing ever, and now you eat it, it's like, oh, it's still really good. Totally. Like ramen noodles in me. I think ramen is delicious. A lot of people are like, no, it fucking sucks. But I had it's it. It's me and like day. bologna sandwiches. Yeah, it's just so, you have something you had when you were a kid, and it was the best thing in the world, so it's still good to you today. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll have to find out your untainted. You know, review. I'm gonna get diarrhea really bad. <laughs> Look at the live diarrhea update. I will. We're really Facebook Live, so maybe Colton will uh, go right on <laughs> the Facebook page. I'm also going to the Wisconsin State Fair tomorrow, and I haven't like actually like I've met people super late, like at ten, and it closed at ten thirty. So I've never like had a state fair experience where I wasn't working, and I'm going tomorrow just to experience it. And I'm going to eat some weird stuff. I had a duck fajita the, the other day when I was working. Oh. I had a Wisconsin fresh cheese grilled cheese, which was really good. And apparently tomorrow I'm, I'm going to get uh, – the Bucks sponsor a milk tent with different flavors of milk. Um, uh, fuck it. I'm a big milk guy. A lot of people are milk haters. Don't like those people. My girlfriend I mean, is a huge will... milk guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Milk dude. Huge milk dude. Just milk bros milking it up. 
Yeah, I hate people like you know. You see memes on Twitter. They're like, oh, you know, the, the, when a kid asks for milk with his dinner, oh, you know, fuck you, you judgmental pricks. Yeah, I drink milk with my dinner all the time. But apparently, I they have like steak. I'll drink milk with anything. They have like strawberry milk, uh, like a, a peanut butter chocolate cup milk, um, a mint milk. So, and. And I'm definitely trying a peanut butter jelly, a fried peanut butter jelly on a stick. You should, ooh, dude, I've always wanted one of those. They also um, have a French onion soup on a stick, which sounds really good. What are you saying? You should bring a pocket full of Oreos for that milk tent. I should just pull it out of my pocket. <laughs> they, do, they do have fried Oreos. Yeah, but you need a you need a true you gotta test the milk for it's a you know what like imagine how good if you had like that peanut butter milk you were saying. Yeah. You give a chocolate Oreo that absorbs peanut butter milk. Oh sounds like you're cheating. Yeah, that's a good point. So I will I'll let you know how how those are next week and we are two episodes away from episode one hundred uh, hey, dab dabs um plank. Audio dab. <laughs> um <laughs> you actually did it. That made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. Peace out. Peace. I've been away for only a couple days, but my problems, they don't ever seem to change. The more that I know, this is something I can't do. I keep coming back and leaving back in blue. The look in her But my problems, they don't ever seem to change